What's up, guys, and welcome to episode two of the Life Uncaged podcast. I'm your host, Emma Zia, and I'm really excited about today's episode. We're going to be speaking all about confusion in business. And I've actually just been through a bout of confusion myself, which is why I feel really inspired to speak about this. It's very fresh for me. And when I was going through this, I was really reflecting on, okay, what does confusion in business mean? And how can we really navigate it? having an awareness of why we are experiencing that bout of confusion. Now, if you are currently running your own business, then I assume that you've experienced this before. For me personally, being in that vibration of confusion is one of the most powerless states to be in. When I am confused and I don't have direction, I don't have momentum, I just feel so stuck. I feel so stagnant and it really, really stops me in my tracks. So for me, it's so important just to keep moving, even if it's not, um, you know, exactly in alignment action. It's almost like I need to be having that momentum behind me. I need to be feeling like I'm actually moving in some way, shape or form. My energy needs to be moving. I'm an Aries. So I have a lot of energy in my system and being active physically is something so important to my day to day. And it's the same energetically, you know, even in my business, I feel like I need to be um, creating and executing and, and almost always be moving because when I, when I stop, then I feel powerless. I feel hopeless. And that's when I get caught in this confusion bubble and it just really, really holds me back. And I'm sure if you're running your own business that you've experienced something similar as well. So I really want to dive into this today. Now, the first thing I want to touch on and something that I know if you truly embody this concept that it will completely change the game of how you show up in life and in business is that there is no right answer. Uh, as humanity, we are, we are really conditioned that there is a right and a wrong. Everything has to be black or white, this or that. And, you know, we're really taught this in school. We get, you know, tested in exams and it's we're either right or we're wrong. We put our hands up, we're either right or we're wrong. So we're very, very conditioned this way. But this is one of the biggest, biggest blocks that I see. It has been in my life and I see in so many other people's as well is that if we're always chasing and trying to find the right direction, the right answer, the right partner, the right decision, we're always going to be stuck in this stagnant place of confusion and limbo. Because let me tell you something, there is no right answer. There is no right answer. It's just like there is no one truth to the universe. We all have different perceptions of this reality, which means we all experience a different reality. And so there is no right or wrong. And so rather than trying to chase finding that right answer, that right direction, what I want to invite you and encourage you to do in this moment is just take a minute to stop and ask yourself, what makes me feel most alive in this moment that is good for me and good for everyone? Right. And the reason that I say that is because often what actually feels good for us, actually, there's two parts to this. Often what actually really feels good for us isn't necessarily good for other people, right? And so we always have to think whenever we're making a decision, whenever we're moving forward, we do have to consider the wider collective. And I don't mean always putting other people's um, value before your own. If you are the business owner, it always comes down to your life. You come first. It's your decision. But you're obviously running a business because you're here to impact humanity. You are here to create transformation in the world. You are here to create magic in the world. So with every decision you make, 
there does have to be a recognition of, okay, is this good for me? And is this good for my community? Is this good for who I serve? Is this good for the wider collective? Now, the other part to really checking in with yourself when you ask the question, what makes me feel most alive at the moment? And is this good for me? And is this good for all? Is that it's so easy to get confused between intuition, strong emotion and projection. And what I mean by that is, Intuition feels very different to a strong emotion, but it is so easy to get the two mixed up and to confuse them for one or the other. I have this all the time, even to this day, I've been doing this work for 10 years, even to this day, I have to check in with myself and be like, okay, is this intuition or is this just a strong emotion or is this a projection? And a projection is basically when our psyche is projecting a part of us, a part of our consciousness onto someone or something. So we can be so drawn to this person or so drawn to this thing or to this experience or to this idea, but it's actually because we've rejected that quality or that that part of us within us. So it is simply a projection, which is why the attraction feels so strong, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is the direction that is in alignment with the highest good and the highest good of all. So if you have a very strong emotion towards something, if you have an idea drop through in your business or inspiration or something, you're like, oh my God, fuck, this feels so, so good. I'm going to take action on this. I would just encourage you to just take a moment and just check in and be like, am I actually chasing a feeling? Is it just because I feel like I've got some sense, some almost droplet, sorry, of certainty in this moment that I'm now attaching myself to that and it feels so good. I've also experienced this in the past where I'm so confused with where I'm going, my direction, with who I'm serving, that as soon as I get a glimpse of certainty, I'm like, okay, that's it. That's what I'm doing. So I'm going to attach myself to that and I'm going to fully indulge myself in that. And that is just going to be what I do continuously, right, (laughs) for the foreseeable future. And so What can be really difficult with that is that when we're trying to chase that feeling state of certainty, even if something isn't right for us, and when I say right, I know that's contradictory, but when something isn't in alignment, should I say, in alignment with us, we can actually perceive it to be in alignment because it gives us that feeling state of safety, security, and certainty. So just some things to really consider there as, you know, with everything, it's layered. It's layered. Everything is contextual. Everything is contextual. What I do want to say, actually, just to add on to that, is that for me, intuition feels very different to a strong emotion. It can feel similar, which is why it's so easy to get it confused. But intuition almost feels like an imprint from something outside of myself. It's like even if my emotional body is like or my my mind, my logic mind is like, no, this isn't the right decision. It's almost like (laughs) my intuition is imprinting this energy onto me from a different source, from a higher mind, from a divine intelligence. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll acknowledge you and I'll listen to you. So that's how I really suss out the difference between intuition, strong emotion and projection. If it's intuition, it feels like it's an imprint from outside of myself. It doesn't feel like it's coming from me. It's not my ego thinking. It's wisdom that is being imprinted on me. It's flowing to me. It's not flowing from me, if that makes sense. A strong emotion, I always check in and I'm like, okay, what is the feeling state that this is giving me? And am I actually chasing and craving the feeling state that this is giving me rather than, okay, this is actually definitely the the best decision for me right now. And then with a projection, I ask myself, okay, is there something in that person 
or in that thing or that experience or that idea that I am feeling that I am missing internally. And so I'm anchoring into that and feeling such a strong attraction into that because it's actually a part of myself that I need to reintegrate. So that's just a really brief um, and really quick kind of rundown of how you can decipher between those few things. And hopefully that helps you a little bit. But the most important thing in this message is that there is no right answer. What if, what if we just said to ourselves, I'm going to follow the next step. I'm going to follow what makes me feel most alive in this moment. That is for my highest good and the highest good of all. And then I'm going to trust the unfolding, right? It's almost like as humans, we are so programmed to need to know the destination, to need to know the answer, to need to know exactly how something's going to turn out. That is not how this universe works. It is simply not how this universe operates. And when we truly embody that concept, it allows us to navigate confusion with so much ease compared to where we were before. So there is no right answer. Trust the unfolding, right? Stop trying to predetermine your life before it's happened. There needs to be this momentum. There needs to be this action. There needs to be this movement in order for things to continually reveal itself to you. I teach a very, very powerful masterclass on how to uncover your life's purpose. And something that I really drill down in that masterclass is that your purpose will continue to reveal itself to you. Whatever comes up for the participants as they do the purpose work, as they do the journaling work, I say to them, this is almost like your starting point. This is your umbrella, right? But you have to be fluid in your evolution. You have to be fluid in the fact that life will continue to reveal to you, your purpose is a forever unfolding. It really is. Because as you take action on something, something else will be birthed from that experience, right? It's the law of cause and effect. The law of cause and effect is governed by the law of vibration, which is the law that governs this whole universe, the law of vibration. You have to remember that we are in a co-collaboration here in this third dimensional reality. We are the human, the physical expression of our non-physical self. And so we are literally, I believe that we have incarnated here into this reality to, as a way for the universe to understand itself, because as the universe continues to understand itself, it actually expands at large. So it's not that the universe has everything figured out and we are just here completely lost to being like, oh my God, what do we do? What do we do? God has the answers. The divine intelligence has the answers. No, it's not like that. Yes, we are channeled information from the divine, from the intelligence, but we are actually here co-collaborating as we create, as we take action in this physical plane, the universe then continues to expand and unfold on its own. We're literally here co-collaborating. Not everything is set in stone. We are here. It's almost like we're climbing a mountain with no peak, right? And some of you might feel resistant when you hear that, but I actually see it as something really empowering. We're here for the process. We're not here for the destination. And when we set those goals and we achieve them and we feel that we've reached the results or we've reached that destination, it's actually not the end point. It's not the end goal, right? We've set it as a goal in our mind. So for us, it's a milestone. But it's actually just a stepping stone to your continual evolution and your forever unfolding. So when you really embody that concept, you understand that it doesn't matter what decision you make in this moment, as long as it feels good for you and it's in the highest alignment for all, say yes. Say yes and see what happens. 
if you stay in that vibration of needing to find the right answer, then you are blocking yourself from your own evolution. You are going to be missing your own evolution. So the biggest thing is that we move, that we move. When we're in this state of confusion, the biggest thing is that we move, even if it's a tiny little step that we can take to get us out of this state of powerlessness. Because let me tell you something, in my experience and also working with clients, the feeling of powerlessness is one of the most debilitating states, the the most debilitating vibrations that we can be in as humans. Because when we feel powerless, we feel that everything is out of our control. We feel that the world is happening to us and not for us. And so if we can take one action, one tiny step that gets us moving so that we feel back in control of our lives and that we feel that we are in our power and that we are doing something or being something, then that gets us moving and it actually puts us into a better feeling vibration. And so that's really, really important. Do we need to know the end goal? No, we only need to know what comes next, right? So the first thing that I want to, I've got six points here that I want to touch on. The first thing in, in this whole, you know, idea of being in a state of confusion is that sometimes we are in a state of confusion because it's actually a way for the universe to put us back in alignment. Have you ever had it where you are on a trajectory you're on a path, but it's not feeling like it's quite in alignment. You almost feel like you're swimming upstream. You have to hustle for it. You have to force it. You have to work hard for it. And there's a part of you that's like, this isn't, this isn't right. This is something's just off here. Right. And so sometimes we'll be thrown into this state of confusion where we start to question our business. We start to question our lives. We start to question the direction that we're going in. And it's actually so that the universe can put us back into alignment, into the right track. And the way that I see this metaphorically is imagine that you're stepping into a riverbed. And as you step into that riverbed, the sand beneath your feet gets ruffled and it comes up to the surface and it's really mucky and it's muddy and you can't see through the water. But you just take a moment of stillness. Just take a moment of stillness. And then you see all the sand settle and return back to the riverbed and you can see clearly again. You can see through the water. You can see your feet. That's kind of what I, how I feel really illustrates this point is that sometimes we do need to take that stop. Sometimes we need to take that pause and we need to trust that in that place of stillness, in that space of the confusion of not knowing where we're going, the right direction will be revealed to us. The right path will be revealed to us. And maybe this will resonate with you with where you're at right now. And I've had this many times in my life is where I'm like, hang on a minute. This confusion is actually a very empowering place to be. It's a very empowering place to be. And on this as well, I want to say to you, kind of tying into the first point that I said, is that when we feel that we always need to know, we are blocked right? If we are in a state of confusion because the universe is actually realigning us with the path that is in most alignment for us and for our soul's purpose, we need to, fuck, that thought has just completely left my mind. It's so weird. I actually woke up today feeling really out of whack. And it's almost like the words I'm saying, like, I'm not quite sure if this is making sense. This episode today might be quite jumbled. It might be quite messy, but I don't care. I'm showing up in my messiness. I felt felt called to step on today and to record this podcast for you. So we're just going to flow with whatever energy comes through today. Let me just see if I can think back to that comment. And if not, then it's not meant to come through. Um, Being in alignment, thrown back into alignment now. 
it's gone for the moment. So if that needs to come through, it will come through. Okay. The second thing that I want to mention here about confusion in business is that often people stay in a state of confusion as a way to have power over someone. Now, this is a really interesting concept. For example, maybe you report to someone, maybe you have a boss or a managing director and there's a decision that you want from them. You said, okay, we're either going A, we're going B. What is your decision? So we can move forward. And that person actually holds back from giving you a decision because keeping you in limbo actually is their way of having power over you. It's their way of having significance, meeting their need of significance. I see this so often. It's a massive red flag for me, even in friendships, right? Even in friendships, there's been times actually recently when, you know, I've been with friends and I'm like, okay, do you want to do this or do you want to do this? Or, okay, so we've like scheduled in to see each other tonight. Um, This is what I'm doing before. And so you let me know when you're available, you let me know. Nah, nah, nah. And they stay in this place of limbo of, okay, yeah, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. And then as soon as I say, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is my plans. I've actually locked in other plans. Then they're like, oh no, 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 no. I want to see you. I want to do this or I want to do that. And so I can see that they were actually keeping me in limbo as a way to have power over me as a way to have significance. And then as soon as I gave them certainty in my life and in my world, they're like, oh no, 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 no. I do want to see you. Or, or whatever. That's just an example that's come up for me very recently. Um, but this is something that's very, once you, once you know this, you start to become aware of how this happens in your life, how people keep you in limbo, how they keep you in that confusion, because when they give you a decision, then they no longer have a control over you. They no longer have, um, a hold over you. So that's just something really interesting to be aware of in business and in life, in your personal relationships. The third point that I want to make in here of when you're handling confusion is sometimes we stay in a state of confusion to avoid loss. Sometimes we believe that having options gives us freedom, right? It gives us freedom. And so when we have to commit to something, when we have to make a decision about something, we actually fear losing the other options. And so really behind that is the fear of losing freedom. This is something that I've also experienced. I am, I would say, as a projector in human design, as an Aries in my birth chart, freedom is my number one value. I need to feel free, free to create, free to travel, free to express however I want to express myself. Freedom is such a core value for me and for my life and for my business. And so I've had this before where I'm like, I don't want to choose just one thing and one direction because that cuts off all other options. And that makes me feel not free. It makes me feel trapped. It makes me feel confined. So I'm going to stay in this state of confusion because in this state of confusion, I have options and options actually meets my value of freedom. It meets my need of needing to feel free. Does that make sense? And hopefully this is resonating with some of you today because I've actually seen this with a lot of other people as well especially when it comes to niching down in your business. Let's just take a moment to address how stressful it can be when it comes down to the idea of niching down in your business. Niching is a very interesting concept that maybe I'll do a completely different podcast episode on. Do we need to niche? No, I don't believe we do. I don't believe we do. I don't think everyone is designed to. I think there are some people that are designed to go all in on something micro because that is where their power is and that's where their energy is most resourceful. And I think that is amazing and that is beautiful and you make a lot of money from that. Absolutely. Do I think other people are more designed for umbrella brands to have a concept, to have 
a person that they serve to focus on psychographics rather than the title of a person or the age of a person, right, or the gender of a person? Do I think that some people are built more for that expansive type of branding and business? Yes, absolutely. And that's where I fit into. Um, So one thing that I would say with confusion, especially around business, is that you might have a fear of, of cutting off other options. When we make a decision about something, decisions are the most powerful thing literally the most powerful thing in our experience because decisions shape our life experiences. When we decide about something, I call it decide and conquer. When we decide about something, a decision is an incision. We actually cut off all other options. There's that quote, um, I can't remember who said it now, but I know Tony Robbins speaks about it, that quote where if you want the island, burn the boats. If you want the island, burn the boats. If you want that thing, that experience, that opportunity, cut off all other options that are stopping you from getting there and know that it is already yours, right? It's putting all of your attention, all of your energy into that one thing. So decisions are so, so powerful. So I find that the reason that a lot of people stay in confusion is because they actually fear making a decision and cutting off other options. Um, So with that, you need to navigate, okay, where do I sit within this decision? Is this, if I make a decision in this, is it actually cutting off other options. If I make a decision in this, is it actually cutting off my freedom? Sorry, that's that's what I meant by that last comment. If I make a decision in this, is it cutting off my sense of freedom? Or can I still have freedom within that decision that I'm making, right? Often we will struggle to make a decision or something or take a leap into something because there is such an underlying fear of that experience. So explore with that fear. Be curious with that fear. See where it's coming from. See what it's trying to tell you. See what it's trying to hold you back from. The other thing that I want to say here is that often we stay in confusion because we have a fear of responsibility. You'll probably see this a lot in households where you see this a lot. Actually, I've just had this realization in households where the mother or the father puts a lot of responsibility onto one of the kids to be the other spouse. So for example, there is a mum and a dad and the mum feels very neglected emotionally by the dad. The dad isn't showing much intimacy towards the mum. So the mum might put responsibility on her son to actually meet that need of intimacy and connection from that masculine energy source. And so that son grows up to fear responsibility because he took on so much responsibility at a young age that he didn't feel ready for. The responsibility was imposed upon him. He didn't choose that responsibility. So that's how that can manifest as a fear of responsibility is when, when we're children and we're, we're at that young age where we, we don't choose to take on that responsibility, when it's happening to us and we feel that it's out of our control, then as adults, we can be like, I don't want any responsibility. It's too much because it was actually painful for me growing up. It was actually uncomfortable for me growing up. So I want to avoid responsibility as much as possible. So it's easier for me to be in a state of limbo and confusion so that I don't have to actually take responsibility for something. So that's where you will see that show up a lot. And there will be different examples as well. So if you are feeling confused, check in with yourself. What is my relationship with responsibility? what is my experience with responsibility in childhood? 
How have I had to navigate responsibility in my life? Was there ever a time in my life where I took responsibility for something and it didn't go the way that I hoped? It didn't go the way that I intended it to go. And so now I fear taking that responsibility because really I'm fearing something deeper than that, like failure, or I'm feeling being wrong. So I'm choosing not to take responsibility for this. So that's something to explore. And I've actually, the other two points I've got here is to avoid fear and to feel free with options, which I've already touched on in a previous point as well. So most of the time that we are stuck in a state of confusion is because we are avoiding fear in some way, shape or form. That's just what it is. Like most, like most things in life, right? If we've been programmed with certain safety strategies, which are preventing us from feeling fear, which is preventing us from feeling our biggest childhood wounding, then we will really keep ourselves in a state which it, this is what's interesting guys, is that you might be so desperate to get certainty and clarity on something because you feel so confused, but that confusion is actually serving you more than making a decision. The confusion, even though it might feel frustrating for you, even though it might feel debilitating for you and powerless for you, that confusion is actually keeping you safe. And that's why you're, that's why you're stuck in it because it's actually keeping you safe from avoiding responsibility, sorry, from taking responsibility from, you know, maybe your fear of failure or your fear of being wrong. It's keeping you safe from um, putting yourself out in the limelight, right? This has been a big thing for me in my business is that I've had confusion from moving forward and and, and taking steps in my business because I know that when I make this decision and I go forward, I'm actually going to be seen as that person or I'm going to be doing that thing. And it means that attention is going to be on me. And attention is one of the biggest things I've feared my whole life, (laughs) my whole life to be the center of attention, to be people like looking at me and and for me to stand out. Oh my God, have I had to do so much inner work on that. And now obviously I'm sitting here today with a podcast. I'm showing up daily on my Instagram. I've overcome this fear so, so much. And it has been so empowering for me. But the amount of confusion that I've stayed in in my life and especially with my business and how long it took me to actually take that step in my business and to be like, this is what I do. Hello, this I'm open for business. It took me so long because I was actually so afraid of that intention. So it was easier and safer for me to be stuck in that place of confusion and limbo, even though it was so frustrating for me. And it really, really affected my frequency. I was in such a low vibration every time I was in this state of confusion. I am someone that when I have direction and I have purpose, there is no stopping me. I'm that Aries energy. I'm that Ram, right? When I, when I know what I want, I go at it a thousand percent and I get it. I get it. So that's why confusion for me is such a debilitating place to be. But now when I feel confused, I check in with myself. I explore with the confusion. I get curious with the confusion. I'm like, okay, what is this showing me? Because more more often than not, it's actually showing you another resistance, another block, another glass ceiling that you are ready to break through. And so rather than being frustrated about the confusion, welcome it. Welcome it. Be like, okay, okay, okay. I'm in limbo right now. And I'm going to surrender into this limbo and I'm going to be curious with what this might be showing me. And if the answer doesn't come up right now, then that's also okay. I'm going to remain fluid in that every single day. I'm just going to keep surrendering into this feeling, into this sensation. I'm going to sit with myself. I'm going to welcome this emotion into my body. I'm going to see where it is in my body. I'm going to see what thoughts are attached to it. And I'm not going to force the answer. If the clarity doesn't come through, that's okay. 
that's okay. In this moment, I'm going to choose to do something that feels good to me. I'm going to take action on something that feels good to me, whether that's going out for a walk, exercising, reading a book. I'm just going to do something that I know that I have certainty in that makes me feel good. And and just keep doing that. The answers will reveal themselves when you're ready. That's another thing about confusion is that we cannot force clarity. We cannot force clarity. But I find the reason that a lot of people stay in it for prolonged amounts of time is because they're not aware of the hidden meaning of this confusion. And so hopefully, hopefully throughout today's episode, I've actually brought light and awareness to some of those reasons that you might be experiencing this confusion. Now, I will say that I feel like this episode has been a bit messy. It's been a bit jumbled. I've just been free-flowing and speaking whatever is coming through. And I'm definitely, my energy is a bit out of whack today. And that's absolutely okay as well. And I, I love showing up in my messiness. I love showing up in messy action. The most important thing for me is that I'm showing up every single day. So if you've made it all the way to the end, I am so grateful to be sharing this space with you. If you feel that this episode on any level would be beneficial for your friends, your family, your clients, your community, then please share this episode to your Instagram. Tag me at Emma Zia with two underscores at the end. Let me know, tag me in it so I can recognize you. I can welcome you into my world. I can welcome you into my space. Uh, We can be connected on a deeper level. And please let me know if you have any questions or anything that might have come up today that you want further elaboration on that you might want me to go a little bit deeper into. Um, Let me know so I can really show up and serve you in that way and see how I can offer more value to you on this subject. But guys that is it for now for episode two thank you so much for hanging around and i'm so excited to see you in episode three i'll see you then